Welcome. You're listening to the Cultivate Podcast, where we share stories to help us cultivate the characteristics of Christ. We're your hosts, Lydia Bridgman and Kayla Hallstrom. Thanks for joining us as we grow together. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Cultivate Podcast. You know, Kayla and I have been talking, and we have just been so overwhelmed already um, with just that outpouring of love and support that we've received um, from all of you. And it really spurs us on um, to continue to develop exciting and purposeful content for you all. So thank you so much. Um, We just wanted to quickly remind you before we go into today's episode um, to make sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram both at The Cultivate Podcast, um, as we'll be posting quotes from guests on the show, as well as updates on upcoming episodes. So today we are closing out our series on cultivating health with our friend, Jeremy Moser. He has a unique journey that God's been taking him on with growing in his understanding and knowledge of the importance of physical health. We're excited for him to share with us today, and we hope that what he has to share will continue to encourage you to cultivate health. So welcome, Jeremy. Thank you, guys. Yeah, it's I'm great super to excited. have you on. Thanks for being on. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm so, so excited. I was looking at some of the questions you kind of gave me beforehand, just thinking about just kind of going over that story again of like the journey just reminds me of like, wow, you know, I have come a, far, a long way. And uh, so I'm just super excited to share that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, let's jump in. Why don't you go ahead and just kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, so uh, my name is Jeremy Moser. I'm an audio engineer. I'm 23 years old. Um, I live in Peoria, Illinois, and uh, working at a church and then also working at Rock Solid Studio as an engineer. Love it. Um, Wouldn't trade it for the world. I tried different things. Tried being an uh, electrician at one point for a year. That Mm. did not work out. (laughs) That's really not my calling. And but I'm glad I figured that out early on and figured you know Mm -hmm. I'm definitely supposed to be in music of some Mm -hmm. sort. So yeah, I uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at right now. Just kind of cruising through life. Yeah, music. It's great. Yeah, that's awesome, Jeremy. Thanks for sharing that. And it's so cool too. We've shared before on the show that we're in Rock Solid Studio. So that's so cool that we got to have you on in your um, one of your places that God has you right now. Um, so Jeremy, we just kind of want to start off now that we know a little bit about you um, and our listeners do, just share with us your health journey. Where were you and where are you now? Yeah, okay. So, <clears throat> well, right now, just to kind of like... Uh, I'm, I'm finally, I feel happy and confident and um, mentally, emotionally, and physically. So like, um, I think those three things tied together, even um, to your fitness, like yeah. I think that just an overall uh, healthy body image is really important to all three of those things. Um, but so my story kind of starts off when I was a kid. Um, my whole family, we were a music family. We were not like the sports family. We didn't like, mm-hmm. you know, I was never forced into sports. Um, yeah. The only sport I really played was baseball. And um, like I tried soccer when I was a real little kid, but it just mm-hmm. didn't really work out. Um, but anyways, so baseball was my sport. But besides that, I was never really physically active. Um, I was really involved with music. And like I just really excelled at that. And um, yeah. so I kind of pursued that more over other things and just sports were just a fun thing to do. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so middle school, you know, 
again, music and sports, uh, like baseball, and um, had no idea about nutrition, even though my mom actually, she works at a hospital in town, yeah, and she uh, teaches uh, diabetic, like, um, pregnant women about mm-hmm. just like how just overall health and how to take care of the baby mm-hmm. and like what they need to be eating and stuff like that. So my mom's been doing that for years and <laughs> yeah, she has definitely crazy. like had, um, uh, she's given us like a base foundation of health and like we usually only have relatively healthy stuff at home, like no soda or chips and stuff like that. So That's I grew yeah. up too. But... <laughs> I still figured, yeah. I still managed to somehow start, you know, at friends' houses or yep. going out to eat, mm-hmm. always eating really bad stuff. So kind of moving forward from like the middle school age, going into high school, um, I just stopped sports altogether. It didn't work out. I, every time I tried working out, my heart always hurt, you know, my muscles always <laughs> yeah. hurt and I did not like it. And um, so I just really sticked with, again, music just because I was just really excel- excelling at that. And uh, so... Um, all that being said, I would hang out with friends and like, you know, late night steak and shake runs, mm-hmm. um, just always snacking when we're hanging out, watching whether it was Netflix or playing video games or just, you know, jamming out with, I had other musical friends, we'd play music together and, uh, but yeah, so never really crossed my mind to like, Hey, maybe I should eat healthy. Maybe I should start, you know, like working out a couple of times a week. And, um, it definitely showed, I think, like my freshman, sophomore year, I don't think I was overweight by any means, but definitely when it came to my junior and senior year, like I was 5'9", 5'10", about 195 pounds. And just, I mean, it wasn't like a, a muscle, 195 pounds. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely unhealthy. And um, and I always, you know, looked into the mirror and just didn't really like what I saw. Mm. And I would try working out or I'd try this and that. And I've tried P90X and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. it was too much too soon. I didn't mm. have like a good foundation to yeah. go Trying off Trying to of. just yeah, jump definitely. into all these programs, all these things yeah. when really it's like listening to your body and, mm-hmm. and knowing what the what the actual yeah. first steps step is. Are. So, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I can be really impatient. And so like, mm-hmm. you know, if I, if I had a, a moment of like motivation and like and drive to like really lose weight in high school I would you know I tried like that P90X and that again too much too soon and I didn't know I didn't take the small steps and I really wanted to just get the result as quick as possible mm-hmm. yeah and that always crashed and burned I would do about a week maybe two weeks and then give up and say it's, I'm not seeing any changes you know what's going yeah. on and because I didn't have my nutrition down right and yeah. So, okay. Um, moving on from high school, um, I went to a tech school for audio engineering for basically recording. For all of you who don't know what that is, it's just <laughs> yeah. recording sciences, I guess you're going to call it that. But um, I went to Nashville for um, school for that, and I was there for a year and a half. And I don't know if you guys been to Nashville. Yes, uh, but <laughs> I love the Nashville. Food there. But yes, the whole, oh yeah, the food is the restaurants are tempting. never ending. Never like, ending. Yeah. You can never hit all the local yes. like good restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my husband Jimmy and I, I, th- I think that when we went there, we probably gained a couple pounds. Mm-hmm. Yes, before you come <laughs> back, it was for so sure. Bad. Yeah. So, I mean, the restaurant scene there is Mm -hmm. incredible. I mean, the hot chicken alone is worth the drive. I've, I love it down there. That and Jenny's ice cream. Yes. I mean, it's just, there's so much to eat. So, uh, the deal was for me, I, um, I ended up getting a full ride to the school and because I didn't really want to work and go to school at the same time, I just wanted to focus on school. Um, I got a loan. It's called like a living expenses loan that paid for my rent, my gas, my food and stuff like that. Anyways, all that being said, at the beginning of the semester, I would get a chunk of money. 
And then, you know, me being an 18 year old living on my own for the first time, not really knowing how to cook well, mm-hmm. I would just go out to eat a lot. Yeah. And um, basically over that year and a half, or I should say over one year, I went from 195 pounds to about 218, 220 pounds and um, definitely gained a lot of weight. And uh, you, could, you could see it in my face. I was super chubby. I actually have some photos that I've compared to where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's crazy just to think that I was even at that point. Mm-hmm. And, um, but no, that's um, for me, I think mentally and physically, um, that was a, like one of the lowest points I've ever been through yeah. was, I mean, just every morning. I'd wake up, look in the mirror, like after a shower, and I would just literally hate myself. Yeah. I hated you mentally. Yeah, I mean, such, such a terrible mental state, and I hated the way I looked. I hated that I couldn't stop eating, or I couldn't like you know Can, stay on like t- some type of diet. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it was it was really bad. It was really really bad. And luckily, God kind of placed some people in my life um, that have helped me through that. Mm. One of them being, um, uh, this guy named Tony, he was my neighbor, uh, in my apartment complex and he was a personal trainer and I would see him training people outside and like doing, we had this huge hill on our apartment mm-hmm. complex and he would have them sprinting up the hill and like Oof. doing jumping jacks and stuff like that. Wow, that's cool. And he always told me, he said, Hey man, when you're ready, you know, I'll train you. And I'm like, Hey, okay, sure. Yeah. So, and so I, the turning point for me, I still, like this is a very memorable moment. I was at Walmart doing quote unquote grocery shopping. <laughs> if you looked at my cart, I had Oreos, I had Cheez-Its, I had chocolate milk. I mean, you name it, yeah. all the junk food, I had it. Okay, I think a lot of the guys out there who are, who are in that stage right now, if they're listening, they could probably relate. Yeah. yeah, and so, I mean, like that grocery shopping was not like, in my opinion, what I consider now grocery shopping. Right, I was like just, snack, mm-hmm. road trip snacks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly, and like, so I um, had all that stuff in my cart and I was like grabbing a few more things and I ran into Tony and I looked at his cart and he had all healthy stuff mm. and we were talking and yeah. I just like felt like I needed to say something and I was like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I need help. Can you, you know, can you help me? And he's like, yeah. sure. So basically from then on, um, ate the rest of that food. Of course, can't go let that go to waste. <laughs> oh gosh, no. You know, I. Uh, but then the following week, we got started. I, that was um, shoot. Would that be June twenty fourteen? I think. Yeah. But, around yeah. That. Around then. So about two hundred twenty pounds, and um, I'm so glad we took before pictures. I was not comfortable taking off my shirt for the like taking progress pics, mm-hmm. and um, but like you know. I put myself in an uncomfortable situation. I didn't know what this was going to be like and I knew it was going to be hard work, but I knew something had to change. I hated the way that I felt. Like I hated that I hated myself, you know, and I didn't want to hate myself. I wanted confidence. I want, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it was just a really, really rough time. And so I think by me putting myself in an uncomfortable situation, um, that's the only way you can grow, right? Yeah. Being uncomfortable. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really good. That growth. And that's what this podcast is all about is growth and developing mm-hmm. into a person who is following after Christ with their whole body, their whole heart, their whole mind. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what you're sharing. So from then on, Tony helped me and he just taught me not only some more basic nutrition of like weight loss nutrition, but then also like just basic workout stuff, basic workout regimen. And I 
lifted three times a week with him and then did cardio two more times a week. So I was active five days a week. And uh, yeah, I just, I remember the first time that he wanted me to do cardio and I was on the treadmill at my apartment complex and um, <laughs> yeah, I could hardly do like a quarter mile. I mean, running, it was, it was bad. It was really, really rough, but over time being consistent mm-hmm. and staying dedicated and determined and driven to do it um, over time. I remember the first time I ran a mile nonstop. I was like so happy. Like, yeah. I mean, it was huge progress for me. And, um, but all that being said with Tony, I dropped down to um, the lowest I got with him. So I went from 220 pounds to 175 pounds in the matter of six months. Wow. So um, it really helped. And uh, I, I owe a lot of what I am today to him because mm-hmm. I feel like he was a starting point. Mm-hmm. Um, but then moving on from that, I came back home um, to Peoria and um, I kind of was stagnant for about a year or two. And, um, and I met this guy at the gym that I would go to. His name's Wes. And he was a trainer at this gym. And um, we just, we clicked and I think we came, we became pretty good friends right off the bat. And, and I was like, Hey man, you know, I'm, I'm really looking to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Like I've lost the weight, but like, man, you know, as a guy, I want the chiseled abs. I want the muscles, <laughs> the big like arms. The next step. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And, and I think, cause, cause here's the thing. Again, I talked about like putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, right? Yeah. Like I was comfortable like living at 180 pounds and um, didn't necessarily look the greatest. And I think I was itching for that next step. Like what's mm-hmm. next? Like I finally lost the yeah. weight. Yeah. But I want to see what else I can do. I want to see what else I can put myself through and like, mm-hmm. how far can I go with this? And um, so anyways, he actually does, um, he does this like monthly, um, not monthly, it's really every day, but I pay him monthly for um, personal training in the sense of that he he would text me every single morning with the workout that I needed to do that day. Oh, wow. And then wow. he sat me down before we even started and he gave me the list of all the nutrition that I would eat. He gave me a meal plan, stuff like that. Amazing. So um, I think a kind of a key point that someone could take away from this is that you got to surround yourself with people mm, who know absolutely. more than you, who can yes. push you and keep you accountable. Yeah. And, uh, and I, seriously, without them, I would have cheated on my diet. I would have given up. I mean, but with someone who is, checking in on me and saying, Hey man, how are you doing? How was your eating? And then me feeling guilty if I lied, I would say, Oh man, well, yesterday was good, but today hasn't been good so far. And then he says, all right, so why are you paying me then? Mm-hmm. Like what, like what's your, like, what are you trying to get out of this? Like, yeah. remember what you're trying to do here. And so having that accountability and someone to push you mm-hmm. further than what you thought you can mentally do is definitely important. I would, if you can find yourself, self, someone who's, you don't even have to pay him. It could be a friend, but just someone who can keep you accountable is definitely going to help. Absolutely. And I feel like that's a huge thing too, just like in all areas of life, because without accountability, we're going to breed a life where we're just consistently following the same patterns. And accountability is just such a huge way, whatever the pattern is, Mm -hmm. whether it's a certain pattern of sin or whether it's a pattern of not taking care of your body. You know, any sort of pattern in your life, you need that accountability to keep you focused and Mm -hmm. motivated and have people cheering you on. I feel like that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And you, again, you have to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation. That is literally the only way you're going to grow. Like you don't grow when you're comfortable. And so when I find myself even to like to this day, when I'm 
when I'm comfortable, I like sometimes I ask myself like, okay, are we getting complacent? Like, yeah. are we still growing? Or, you know, what am I, what do I need to do to keep going and keep growing? Cause I don't want to stop. Like I feel like there's more for me, you know, I want to keep growing into someone even better than what I thought it could be. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I mean, so uh, I trained with Wes for two years um, worth every single penny. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy has encouraged me so much and has taught me so much. Um, and I owe a lot him, to him too, because he's taken, he's helped me get to that next level. Um, and I actually did, I would consider like a, like a, a mock bodybuilding show with him. It was just, um, he, he put me on like what we would call like a show cut. So, mm-hmm. um, bodybuilders would go through, um, a cutting phase where they like are in a calorie deficit and they lose a bunch of weight and get as a thin and lean or sorry, excuse me, as lean <laughs> as mm. possible, not thin or skinny. That's not, uh, don't say that. <laughs> get as lean as possible and keep as much muscle mass. And so, and then you have a, a show where I didn't want to actually like go like compete and go up against other people and go into a show. I know some, I've had people in my life to encourage that like other bodybuilders, <laughs> but I didn't feel comfortable. So I wanted to do a mock show, did that. And I got to the lowest I've ever been at 165 pounds and I was happy, but that was last year. And even though I accomplished something I never thought I would yeah. accomplish, like the 220 pound Jeremy, I don't think he would ever think I'd get to that 165 pound yeah. point, right? Mm-hmm. But even from there, Wes then said, okay, where we go from here? What's the next step? You know, and he knows that I, I don't want to be stagnant and I don't want to just say, okay, this is it. All right, I'll get a dad bod now and just <laughs> like call it, you know, call it good. Like, no, I want to, I want to see how, again, how far I can go with it. And um, so, yeah, so this past year has been an amazing um, growing point. I actually, I was in a calorie surplus. So I, I ate more calories than I burned every day for about six months. And I actually gained, um, I gained, how much was that? So it's that 35 pounds. I went up to 200 pounds again, but it was a, def- a more, uh, what I would say like meaty, like bulky, yeah. um, 200 pounds instead of like a fat, 200 pounds. Anyways, all that being said, um, I did a cut this spring and now I'm back down to about 170 pounds. And so now I'm just kind of living there, which I'm really happy with. And um, so we'll see what my next step is. I'll probably try to do like what's called a lean bulk. So you just stay leaner while trying to grow, grow muscle instead of gaining a ton of weight again. And that fluctuation is really hard yeah. because yeah, your medium shirts become shmediums. Shmediums, <laughs> the old shmedium. Yeah. Yes, my younger brother has taught I've me ever, that one. You've never, never heard that? Heard that oh before. yeah, shmedium. Huh. Yeah. Is yeah, there my little brother be like, it's okay. I know I'm is wearing a medium. Is there like a medium. medium large one? No, no it's just like no. a phrase yeah. that people oh, say okay. when they're like yeah. bulking up. If guys are getting yeah. like, like my shirt's getting yeah. a little tight, <laughs> then they're wearing a medium. Oh, that's hilarious. So, yeah. yeah. So it's like I have a section of my closet that's got some large shirts. So when I get bigger, like I can wear those and then I've got my medium shirts. But And your shmediums. And my shmediums. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So all, so that's where I'm at today. I'm at just a, a really comfortable spot. But again, like here I am asking myself, like, okay, I'm comfortable. I'm happy and content where, where I'm at. But like, do I, do I sit here for a little bit or do I like, um, you know, challenge myself? What's the next step? Yeah. And so I'm just like literally today, like that's where I'm at mentally. I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, and just so I might just stay where I'm at for the summer and then figure out where I want to go. Yeah. But. 
Yeah, that's so good. And I think that's so encouraging for anyone listening because if we go back to where that first moment with Tony started, that was June of 2014. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't have this instant, like in six months I was right where I wanted to be and everything was perfect and we were Mm -hmm. all good and I was healthy and that was it. Like Mm -hmm. it's taken years of dedication up, down. You've, you know, talked about fluctuation, different plans, different nutrition, and there's not just one quick fix to get there. And really it's not over. Like you're still living that out and still moving towards health and just always reassessing of what's my next step, what's healthy for me, what's the right next thing for me to do, not just, okay, let's just do this for three weeks and call it a day. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. I love that you shared that timeline there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and I would say in in that like six months when I lost the first initial weight, like that was, I mean, so it was six months of weight loss, but then, you know, you put in perspective like the five years of just being healthy, right? Yeah. That six months felt like an eternity. Oh gosh, Because- Like I was hungry every single day, 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah. But when I was hungry, like I knew, like my body was using its reserve energy, its fat as its energy source. Mm-hmm. So I like when I'm hungry, I know I'm losing weight. And so if you look at it with a mindset of like, okay, my body's doing its job. I'm losing weight. I'm trying to accomplish the thing that I want to go out for, even though yeah. I might have to go through some pain yeah. to get there. I know this is good. And I think having the right mindset is absolutely key to yeah. going into any sort of weight loss or any sort of uh, healthy change. Yeah, I know they say that a lot in a workout classes. Like the moment where it starts to get hard, where your muscles are starting to fatigue, when that instructor can remind you like, this is the change. This is where things are different. You putting in these last reps is what's gonna, you know, bring that change you wanna see. I'm like, okay, all right, I can do this. <laughs> this was it. worth it. Again, that uncomfortableness is what's causing mm-hmm. the growth. Um, so how would you say that focusing on your physical health these last five years or so, um, has affected other areas of your life, such as like your relationship with Christ or like family or anything? What, how has that affected other areas? Yeah, okay. So um, I would say that it has improved my uh, discipline 100%. Mm. Like it's, yeah, I was a lazy guy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> back in high it school. It awakens us <laughs> to our, Right, yeah. no, and even to this day, like this morning, I did some fasted cardio, like stair steppers. and saw that on the Apple Watch. Right? Accountability. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a great, another great way for accountability. But um, no, I mean, I, listen, I did not want to wake up at 6.30 and go do that. And it's, I don't know if you guys have ever worked out on an empty stomach. Ugh. It's not fun. Yeah. But I know the purpose and what you get done with it. And so I do things every day that I don't want to do, but I know it's good for me. And so like that comes down to like the discipline. That's how um, my life has changed. I feel like I'm more disciplined in all areas, um, even in work. Like I think that mentality has transferred over to work in the sense of like, you know, you're at work, you don't want to, you don't really want to go do that thing, that task, but like, you know, it has to get done Mm -hmm. and it's not going to get done until you do it. And so you're like, well, might as well get it over with. And I feel like because of the just losing weight and like pushing myself through that, that has definitely affected my work life. And also just, I mean, yeah, when it comes to Christ, like being more disciplined and getting to a routine of reading my Bible Mm -hmm. and, you know, and just surrounding yourself again with other godly people to keep you accountable in Mm -hmm. your walk with Christ. And so it's definitely it's affected a lot of areas in my life for yeah, sure. Yeah, like learning that community and discipline through health has then transferred mm-hmm. into your like relationship with Christ of having mm-hmm. the discipline and community there. That's so good. Yeah. So Jeremy, what would you say for that person who's um, 
wanting to go on this new health journey, kind of like how you were, where um, it was this moment where you realized, man, I need to change. And, and maybe I want they to don't change. have a personal trainer as a neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. You know, that might it's not be true. the reality for yeah. everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but what would you say to them? Yeah. First step. So first step is that um, get yourself in the right mindset. Mm. I think... I think a lot of things in life comes down to your mindset. Yeah. Um, I know Lydia, Jimmy and I, like we work together and um, we constantly are like keeping ourselves in check, you know, and making sure that we have the right mindset um, because sometimes again, like you were at work and you don't want to do these things, but like, it's okay. Hey, we'll just get through it and then we'll move on to the next thing. This will be over. Um, so yeah. like having a mindset when it comes to weight loss is like um, just knowing that, okay, I'm going to be hungry. This is going to be difficult. Um, I'm going to have to say no a lot to friends who want to go out or when I go out to eat, you know, they're going to spend $10 on a burger and fries and you're going to spend $10 on a salad and you have to be okay with that. And just because you know that you have a goal that you have to reach and you like, you just have to have the right mentality, right? Mm. Um, So that's the first thing. And then when it actually comes to uh, taking action, on um, health, I would say nutrition, number one. Mm-hmm. You can lose, if you're if you're someone who's just looking to lose weight, you don't necessarily want to, um, you know, lean out with muscle and stuff like that and work out. Like you can absolutely 100% lose weight um, just by switching up your nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So I would say like small steps. I talked about how I did too much too soon, like with the yeah. P90X. Mm-hmm. So don't do too much too soon, especially if you don't have a whole lot of experience in weight loss already. Um, so first baby step is, um, I would say just start, like stop snacking. Mm, um, yeah. I know a lot of, I'm guilty of it too. Oh, gosh. You know, I'm Those not- midnight munchies. Yeah. They get you. Absolutely. They I mean, get me. <laughs> so, so small stuff like that, like just, you know, lay back on the snacking. And, um, and then once you- are comfortable, like you've, you've accomplished, hey, I don't snack anymore. Okay, next thing, get rid of all sugar. Sugar is enemy number one. I mean, it is bad, bad, bad. That's, that's what people, that's what, you, you kind of inflamed a little bit. You kind of swell uh-huh. up a little bit. Salt, sodium does that too. Um, so sugar, no more soda. I don't crave soda anymore. Where I would yeah, crave same. soda all the time in high school mm-hmm. and in Nashville. Like at these, um, at restaurants, I'll pay for a drink, but get water. Because one, I know that I don't need those extra calories and all that sugar. But two, I don't crave soda anymore, which is, I think I'm very happy about that. It's, yeah. That took a long time to oh, accomplish. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. But um, so sugar is number one, um, or number two, I guess I would say. And then after that, once you accomplish getting that, because I promise you, if you cut out sugar, you will lose weight. I, I would say there'll be a big you. change there. Because I don't, you don't realize when, when you're trying to intentionally take out sugar, and like you, you know, you're reading the back of labels on food and stuff like that. You don't realize how much sugar you're taking in mm-hmm. until you start trying to take it out, right? And I think so. You do that for a few weeks and stay consistent with it and stay true to it, even if you don't see changes within a couple of days. It's okay. Like at least for me, I don't see, I don't really see changes until about three days later. I like, I'll be, you know, doing really bad with my nutrition and then do three healthy days of eating and then I'll finally start seeing some change, you know? So it's just, you got to stick to it and know, trust the process, Mm -hmm. know that what you're doing is bettering yourself, but it takes time. 
Mm. Then number three is I would say after that, um, for when it comes to weight loss or trying to become healthier, I think it'd be important to start tracking your, um, your food, your calories. Um, you can, I know I, I use my fitness pal, um, and like the basic free version, you can track just the calories. I actually pay, I think it's $50 a year. Um, okay. so, you know, but Not it's bad. worth it. It's yeah. worth it to me. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's helpful for our listeners. Too. But I, um, that can, you can track out, it splits it out into your macros. And um, macros are um, your fats, your proteins, and your carbs. And um, if you kind of kind of do some research on your own about that stuff, that's really important to know. And that can help you balance out um, some nutrition, like if you're trying to go keto, like you need to know that you need to know your macros. So you need to know that you can't have any carbs and that you're going to be eating fats and proteins. Mm -hmm. So, or if you're doing, you know, um, if you're trying to count, like just in general, like how many carbs you're taking in a day, how many, you know, your trainer says, Hey, you need to take in a hundred grams of protein a day. Like, how are you going to track that? Mm -hmm. You like, so you just need to, whether that's in a, you know, handwritten journal too, you could do it and just write out and add it all up at the end of the day. But there are some cool apps out there. I know that there's more than just MyFitnessPal. But. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm familiar with. And I feel like too. throughout every single one of those steps, it's it can be overwhelming. Oh, I think yeah. we all can you know, attest to that when we're trying something new and changing a lifestyle pattern. You know, It really is a lifestyle change um, from what you're saying. One thing that I just constantly go back to is that we have a God who cares about health. He cares about mm-hmm. all these little mm-hmm. things in our lives. And so as funny as it may seem to before you go to work out or before you go um, to choose what to eat, I mean, you can simply ask God, God, help me to make a wise decision today with what I eat. God, help me to um, have the strength and perseverance mm-hmm. to finish my workout today. Mm-hmm. You know, God cares about those things. And I feel like a lot of the times when it does feel so overwhelming, um, we just have to remember that He's designed us to thrive. Um, he's designed us to be victorious over these patterns of of sin or laziness or complacency um, that we're walking through. Mm -hmm. And so we can go to him in prayer in those times over each of those things that you shared. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I think the word says that your body's a temple Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important to, I mean, have a clean and tidy and healthy temple, you know? And then on top of that, like what if God has called you to do something and you physically can't do it because of your health? Yeah, you know, yeah. and I feel like, um, like I've, it might open up more doors if you're more healthy mm-hmm. to be able to go out and uh, pursue the calling that He's given yeah. you. You know, so exactly, yeah. that's so good. Yeah. I also love what you said about having the right mindset and the right attitude. That was one of the things I thought about: is that positive, like self talk and mm-hmm. encouragement from everybody else? Because mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to health and really just changing lifestyle, like Lydia was saying you lose the battle in your mind before you lose it anywhere else. Like you will give up on a workout or an eating plan in your mind and then that will result in the actions that you take before you really have the capability of going farther physically, but you've lost the battle in your mind. And so you just kind of lose it there. So I love that you kind of started with that, of just having a good attitude and realizing this is going to be hard. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's going to be worth it. And remembering that through every step that you're taking. Absolutely. You don't grow, you know, when you're comfortable, you grow when you're Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. And I think if you go have that mindset of that, this is going to be uncomfortable, but it's okay and doing it for the better. And like, this is healthier. Um, I, uh, so you guys talked about Nathan, he was on a show earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I saw him at work and, um, 
he talked to me. He's he's doing kind of like the the diet. He's training with Wes right now, and uh, so he's on the same diet that I am on. And he went the first day. He switched it up. He came to me later in the day. He's like, "Dude, I'm shaking. Is this okay?" And, and I said, <laughs> oh, man. "And I said, well, okay." let's think about it. Like you have had a ton of carbs like in your normal diet. And the first, the first day that you switch to no carbs or very low carbs, your body's still using carbs as fuel. And so your body, then that first day is like, Whoa, Hey, hold on a second. We're freaking out. We don't have any carbs left to use as fuel. What's going on? So then your blood sugar drops, you start shaking, all this kind of stuff. Right. And I said, dude, just persevere through that one day. I said, I promise tomorrow you're going to wake up. You're going to feel fine. Your body's going to eventually switch over to using fats as its fuel source and then Mm. start burning that body fat and all that kind of stuff. And I said, it's going to be fine. It's, you know, it's tough right now. It will get better. And, um, and so like, again, just having that mindset of that again, just persevering. You yeah. got this. Trust the process. You might not see a change right away. This stuff takes a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about perseverance, Jeremy, what motivates you to stay healthy? So we know what kind of motivated you at the beginning, but what motivates you to constantly stay on those healthy patterns? Yeah. So um, if I'm being honest, uh, I'm terrified to get back to where I was. Mm. I'm absolutely terrified of it. I don't ever, ever, ever want to be back um, to where I was because I know that was such a dark place mentally and physically. And I don't, I, yeah, it was so bad. I just, I'm scared of that. And so that's what keeps me going too. Um, again, uh, the accountability helps too. I've, I've made so many friends at the gym now because I go there so often that if I take a week off, like this morning, this the past two weeks have been kind of rough but um, I went there this morning and I saw a guy in there, that I, Marcus, who I usually see almost every day. And he's like, man, where you been at? <laughs> I'm like, oh. you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> so, taken. but it's so cool because, you know, if I know some people are scared to go to the gym, but like everyone else is there to work on themselves too. And I think it's, you can build a community, you can gain new friends in the gym and the accountability is there too. So I would highly advise going to a gym going there consistently, regularly talking to people, yeah. asking for pointers, you know, mm-hmm. and people are there to help you too. So, um, yeah. but no, uh, on top of that, I just, like, I know that I want to, it's like my grandpa, he died of complications from diabetes. Like on his deathbed, he had both of his legs amputated below his knee because mm-hmm. of diabetes. And, yeah. and like, I know diabetes runs in my dad's side of the family. And I just like, I know I don't want to end up like that. Like in my older years, I want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my grandpa on my mom's side, uh, still still uh, going at it at uh, 81 years old. And I mean, still incredibly active. And you know, that's the kind of life that I want. And you can only do that if you stay active. Right, and it starts now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, I mean, it's not like what motivates me to keep going. I almost feel like it's just a part of who I am now. Yeah. It's just what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of my routine almost every day, definitely weekly. Um, so yeah, I think that helps too. That I've been doing it so consistently now. It's just like, oh, you know, Jeremy works out. Jeremy, I go to the gym every morning if mm-hmm. I can, or if not, I'll try to find some other time in the day to do it. And, you know, some days are, 12-hour working days and it's really difficult oh, to get yeah. to the right. gym. There's grace yeah. in it. Yeah. Right. And, and rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, just, I don't know if I'm kind of jumping around here, but just speaking of like grace and like, it's okay if you mess up. Yes. Like, I, like you have to know that because like, again, like the past two weeks for me have not been good. Mm-hmm. I have just, I mean, 
I've been eating out fast food and like uh, just so many things to celebrate. Like my my nephew had his first uh, birthday yesterday and like so I had cake and, and ice cream, all that kind of stuff, right? And but I'm not sure. I'm over here thinking, yeah, I probably could have been better, but I'm not going to beat myself up over it. Yeah, because I used to do that, mm-hmm. and that puts you in a negative mentality, right? And now. it's not going to help. It shows that your mindset has changed. Yes. as you've kept going, that's Absolutely. really cool. Yeah, going from hating yourself and hating the way that you look and the things that you eat and how you feel to saying, okay. I have to do something about this and I'm the only one who can do something about this and it's okay if I mess up. I'm just, I'm going to get right back on the saddle and I'm going to yeah. keep going. Mm. I think that was one of the things that stopped me a lot in my health journey. It was like, okay, well, I'll wait till the next Monday or the next first of the month or the next this. <laughs> Since I messed up now, the rest of the week is scrapped or whatever mm-hmm. that is. And that's mm-hmm. not true. Like you can have the piece of cake and celebrate your nephew and move on from there. And get right back, yeah. yeah. And you can have a salad for dinner and mm-hmm. like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like, um, well, one thing that I was just kind of thinking about when I thought about like a motivation to stay healthy is I feel like in our society today, I don't know if you guys have heard this phrase a lot, but like finding your why. Yeah. Why you're doing what you're mm-hmm. doing. And I just started thinking about it too. I feel like everyone in different seasons of life, so our listeners, some of them might be in a similar season of life as you. Some of them um, might be moms and their why is to be healthy for their children, Mm -hmm. to be there for their grandchildren. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's going to have a different why, but I feel like when you find that bigger purpose beyond just yourself, you know, that can also be powerful too, because you know that you're doing something for a bigger purpose, a Mm -hmm. bigger goal. Um, And even writing those things down and looking over those things and going back to it over and over and over, Mm -hmm. saying, this is my goal, this is my why. Yeah, yep. that's so good. Yeah, I wrote down, I went to uh, 3030 Coffee like a couple months ago and I just have on my day off and just was doing some reading and whatnot and and just listening some mo- to some motivational stuff. Um, and I had written down like some things I wanted to accomplish by a time of 30. And, and so it was, you know, career goals, family goals, all that kind of stuff. But then I separated them, categorized them also into like physical goals. Like I have some physical goals of where I want to be at when I'm 30. And I think going, like looking back at that, like you said, and looking back at those goals of like, okay, I had set these goals. I need to stay true to myself. I need to stay committed to these goals because this is what I do want. This is, you know, and yeah, I want to be, I want to be the healthy dad. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be the dad who can't, you know, go out and play sports with their kids or, you know, just be active. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's definitely a big pushing factor too, but. Oh, good. So good. Well, um, to finish up our time here, we should have one more question. Um, something kind of fun here. What is your favorite like workout plan or routine that you have that like every time you do that workout, like, oh, that was a good one. I really enjoy that one. Yeah. Anything there? Well, okay. So when I saw this question, I was like, oh no. <laughs> is there a love-hate relationship there? <laughs> well, no, it's, it's more of like, uh, I love all the exercises now. <laughs> yeah. And every single I one of them. Yeah, and I like I work out six days a week, and I love every single thing. I love um, my cardio days, which involves like um, uh, the, oh, just a ton of different ab workouts, and then you know hit cardio. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys know what that is. Yeah, and yeah. Then I love I love chest day. I love you know working, but like uh, shoulders, arms. You know, I love all of that. And so I just, I'm trying to think of like, but not everyone wants to do like bodybuilding exercises. Right. Yeah, like, but this what is about yours. Like, this is yeah, your favorite. Right. You enjoy so, or a way to be active. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, it sounds so dumb, but ever since I was a teenager, I, um, I've always wanted bigger arms. And so I, I think whenever I love hitting my arm workouts and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's probably one of my favorite workouts. And I always just feel, oh, just so great afterwards. But at the same time, I love hitting chest work. <laughs> you know, like, I, just, I really like all right, it all. So they're all your favorite. <laughs> Pretty much. I that's mean, good that you found a real love and passion for doing it. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's yeah. not, I don't, I don't feel like it's a, a, uh, a chore or I'm disciplining myself anymore, which is so cool. And I think, I hope people are still listening at this point. They haven't like moved <laughs> on. Cause like, this is a huge thing too. I, um, like when you're working out, like don't don't view it as a discipline. Don't yeah. think if oh, because I had that cake, I gotta I have to go run. Yeah, no, you get to run. Like yeah. punishment. Yeah, yeah. don't view I, it like, like that. you you are able to do that. You're fit. You have the body that can carry you to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I know I know a lot of people skip leg day because it's really painful and like you know <laughs> two days afterwards you can hardly walk. You can mm-hmm. hardly get out of the gym. And, but the way that Wes and I, I remember we were hitting leg day together one day and we were just talking about having that mindset of, I get to work out my legs. You know, I, I mean, I know people who can't use their legs anymore. They're in a wheelchair. And like, Mm -hmm. here I am complaining about how my legs hurt and they would kill for one opportunity to Mm -hmm. squat or to do lunges, you know, to use their legs again. So it's like, if you can have that mentality of that, I get to do this. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to only help your journey. And um, again, I think, yeah, that's the biggest thing is your mentality, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for sharing with us today. I know at times you've helped and coached me uh, when it comes to sticking with a healthy lifestyle. And I think the things that you've shared here today will just encourage and help so many people who um, resonate with different parts of your story. So thank you for being yeah, willing. Thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, we so appreciate fun. it so much. So this wraps up our series on health Um, If you've enjoyed these episodes or have some topics that you would love to hear about, just let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback on that. Um, Next time we're together, we'll be diving into cultivating something new. Make sure you check out our social media, both on Instagram and Facebook to stay connected with what's coming up. Thank you for listening with us today.